Blog Talk Radio. wasn't at my desk when they had the the part where they're like um <laughs> Bob Talk Radio. Okay, so straighten things up a little bit here. What do I have to talk about as an opening conversation? Um oh well well <laughs> I hope everyone voted. But um, as a result of uh, people not voting, <laughs> the Republicans, it'll be interesting to see what President Obama does to uh, fight these people in the next year, the uh, next two years. It's going to be interesting because the fight is on. I think, I think the fight is on. But in any case, why don't I bring Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy, and let's get his opinion, guys. Good afternoon, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy. How are you doing today? <sighs> Not bad. How are you? Uh, all right, I guess. All right, we survived in this time. Otherwise, the world didn't end. Was the world supposed to end? Well, it depends on who you are. <laughs> Maybe it's past that. Huh? Uh, no, it's the Democrats' fault. So it's not bad. 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 It's you know, because most people feel a little uh, disenfranchised at Yeah, and disenfranchised, and does that also mean, like, distant, like, not connected? That's exactly what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above, they're not connected. They don't think that the vote counts. Uh, and it doesn't help that uh, uh, the power that be are able to lie with impunity. And so you, you get a lot of mixed messages. So when it's time to go with the polls, the people are completely confused. And they don't know what to vote for or how to vote. You know, it's not straightforward. But Malcolm, that is if, um, if you don't read. If you, if you read, don't read. Fine. Yeah, if um, you just listen to the ads. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because even in California, we had we had, a, and it's not so much on the on the candidates so much as the the, uh, the side issues. Well, in fact, I mean, with the candidates, I mean, if you look around the country, see, I think I mentioned since United that that was a ruling that the Supreme Court made that allows special interest groups to 
basically dictate the world. And so, you know, what happens is you have a lot of money coming in the campaigns. It's not even the candidates that are saying this stuff. It's just all these other things. I mean, if, if you don't have to say anything and everybody else is saying it for you, you get, you know, there's a lot of lies just being put out, a lot of lies. Mm. So that's well, why I said if, if you read for yourself, mm-hmm. reading helps. But what do you think? Oh, I I think that um, you can kind of tell how scared people are or are not based upon the aggressive campaigning. And I didn't see any aggressive campaigning this year. Well, because you're in California, and we didn't have none of the races were close. I mean, so the big money mm-hmm. races were would have seen aggressive campaigning than the governorship. Well, that. Jerry Brown didn't even campaign for his <laughs> office. I mean, I not once did you ever hear him say, vote for me for governor. No. He didn't. He knew it wasn't a competition. It was like, you know, a, a professional football team playing against a peewee league team. He did not even mention that man. He ignored him. The only thing he spoke about was Proposition 1 and Proposition 2, the water yes. issues. That's all he yes. cared about. He was like, vote for this. He did not say one vote for me. And he still got elected by, well, I think it was 40 to 60%. So he had a pretty big margin of of, of winning. But that's why, I mean, that's why in California, like, we didn't have the same thing that the rest of the country have. You know, none of our senators or congressmen were in in any fear of losing their office. So, you know, everybody was pretty much above board. You look at, you know, our attorney general and, and the uh, insurance commissioner and all those those positions that it just wasn't tight races in California. In California, um, now in other places you had uh, seats of Congress that were up that were very tight. You had Senate seats that were up were very tight. Yeah. It, it mattered elsewhere. It didn't matter here. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I have something to add. What, you want to ask about Adrian Peterson? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let's stay on politics just a little bit longer, and then we can go on to okay. Adrian Peterson, because um, I know he's about to lose a lot of money, that's for sure. I, he's, you already, know, Malcolm, he's already lost it. He's already lost it. I, just people would look at their actions before they become you know, like you, it doesn't matter. Let's stay on politics for a minute. Um, okay. How many? How many seats? Like the last I heard, election night is that they there were seven seats gained in the House on the Republican side, and then did it grow and to fourteen seats? Um. Well, let's look. I, mean, I can I can look that up very easily. I don't know the exact number, but see, the House wasn't the one that we're in contention because the Republicans already own the House. We got that idiot Boehner out there, and I, I, you know, hope anybody isn't insulted by me calling Boehner an idiot because he just is. Um, it's pure right. Call him an idiot. You do it. You know, and but what we what 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 was lost was the majority in the Senate. So, and that's going to have far-reaching effects because it's not just on the, the up-and-down votes that you see every day, but it's on, on the, uh, the, the particular committee because whoever in 
whoever has a majority gets to name the speakers, I mean, gets to name the, the committee chairs, right? Okay. And that's kind of important because it kind of dictates the direction because if, if you're the chair of uh, that particular committee, let's, let's go with the environment. That's a good one. So you're the, okay. the chair of the environmental committee in, in, in the Senate. Uh, well, would you rather have a person who, who's going to deal with the environment and think that global warming might be a problem, or would you deal with somebody who thinks that global warming is a fabrication by scientists? Because mm. that's what we're about to get. We have somebody who looks at global warming and says, this potentially is a problem that's going to affect all of us. We might want to think about doing something about this as opposed to the guy who's going to be sitting in that chair who thinks that it just doesn't exist and that God wouldn't let that happen. It's a little scary. Now, you know, I'm, not, I'm, you know, I'm sorry for all the people who think that God dictates everything, but I don't think, I, you know, I believe in God myself, but I don't think he's, he will allow us to destroy this planet if we do it. He's not going to stop us. And... We're on that path, and if, and we don't, if we don't do something, I mean, and there are things we can do. There are things that we can do, but we just not. Anyway, those are the kind of things that happen when you change the majority in the Senate. See, and I, does it also have a lot to do with how the president is allowed to get bills passed? Like, oh, but see, but, so that, it, but that's the, but that's been going on, Tracy. First term, they had they had some opportunities that they didn't take. But ever since the, the Republicans have been in charge of the House, they haven't had the ability to pass bills because you need both houses of Congress to do it. So the Senate can't pass something and not pass the, the House, and the House can't pass something and not pass the Senate. They all kind of got to come to an agreement. And then the president signs the bill. What's been happening for the vast majority of President Obama's tenure, which is mm-hmm. what pisses me off about the Republicans, because they're like, well, he's not doing anything. Well, let's be real. No, you're not letting him do anything, because whatever comes up, if you can't get the two sides to, to agree, nothing gets passed. And when nothing gets passed, it looks like they're sitting around doing nothing. And, and in a way, they kind of are, but it's not because they're not trying. Mm-hmm. So, what you're asking me about the, the how many seats they gained? They, the Republicans gained 52 seats in the House. 52 seats. But, yeah, but more important were the 10 mm-hmm. seats they gained in the Senate because now they have a majority in the Senate. And I get it. And now they have both houses. Now, mind you, what's that going to do? One of the things that okay, I was listening to, to uh, that, that idiot Boehner because that's what I have to call him. You know how many times they tried to repeal that repeal Obamacare since since it was passed back yeah. in. If they, yeah. They've tried it a number of times. Now, mind you, most of the times they've tried it, they've only tried to re- repeal a portion of the portion here. But mm-hmm. as a whole, they tried to repeal it probably about six to eight times, I think. In the separate portions, it's been more like 50 times, right? 50, 55 times they try to repeal it, you know, some portion or another. But it's never going to happen because you're never going to get the Senate to give you the majority. I mean, even now with the, the Senate, the, the Republicans having a majority in the Senate, 
they're not going to be able to completely overhaul it. And, you know, because it's not in their interest, because the truth of the matter is the majority of the people who now have health care under it are saying, this isn't the worst thing that could happen to me. Now that I can go see a doctor. I have it. I know you've said you have it. And, you know, and for people who aren't able to go see a doctor, it makes a difference. The people who have pre-existing conditions who now can see a doctor, it makes a difference. See, a person like me, I had health care, so it didn't change my world a little that much. You know what I'm saying? But, but for people who, who didn't, and it, and it did change the world. I would think that they're pretty, you know, okay with having that ability to go see that doctor because we all going to need to see one at some point or another in our lives. Guaranteed. Well, I mean, a, yeah. And, and at this stage of the game, I had health insurance. I was paying for my own health insurance. I lost it in August. Obamacare, the sign-up was um, August of last year. The sign-up was in November. And by January, I had health insurance, and it was either Obamacare, which I appreciate because I actually kept my same doctors, or I would have wound up on um, public service. Yeah, and, you know, and I've heard people... That's a crazy system. Well, I've heard people say, well, you know, that's not that bad, and you can live on... Well, I haven't been on it, but from what I've seen, I had a friend go through it, and he almost died. Uh, So... Well, no, okay. It's not, not All right. Let me let me give you a really good example of um, how your friend could have almost died. Because my, I don't know if you know this, but my son actually has a heart condition. I don't know if I ever told you that. And no, you never he, have. I, and I've met your son several times. <laughs> <laughs> never knew that. I know. <laughs> because it's not a pity party. We keep it moving if that makes any sense. So I apologize if I'm bringing it up right now. I never told you before. I'm telling the public, which is all kind of weird, you know, in itself. But I've actually never kept it a secret. I just select what you I You just don't tell it. Tell people. I just don't tell it. It's just not worth it. It's not like, if there's no value, if there's no value in it, I don't have, but in any case, I'm only telling it. Thank you. I'm only telling it today because of what you said when you said your friend almost lost his life on the public service health care is what you, what you were trying to say, right? Yeah, he was. He had to go to the county because he didn't have any health care. And, and, exactly. Well, let me tell you that my son has United Healthcare, which is oh. insurance from his father's job. Okay. He was covered under his dad in Jersey, United which Healthcare. Which is another... Which is another thing that Obamacare does. It allows you to keep your kids on your health care a lot longer than you would have ordinarily. But that's a whole other thing. Oh, no, but that's a big deal for a lot of parents. That's it's huge. It's a huge deal. You don't have to... It's a yeah. huge deal. Okay, huge. But in any case, my son's 16 years old, and his heart constricted. And he's at school, and they call me, and they already called an ambulance. I'm following the ambulance in a car, and we're going over to Providence in Burbank, which is a really good hospital. And they pull out my health insurance. Now, remember, I said my son has a heart condition. That should be enough to treat this kid, right? I pull out his health insurance. Thank you. I pull out his health insurance, and, um, oh, my God, I lost my train of thought here for a minute. 
I pull out his health insurance. insurance. Yeah. They see United Healthcare, which the welfare system here in California has a version of United Healthcare. Oh. And they let my son sit there. They let my son sit there. Yeah, and I couldn't understand. People died in the, in the waiting room. They just died. So. Yes, yes. And and I'm sitting there in the emergency room, and I'm thinking, something's wrong here. They're not they're not proactive. It's a 16 year old with with something going on. Like, what is going on here? Right. Right. So finally, I went up to the doctor and I said. I think you guys are mistaken as to what type of insurance he has. I said he has private health insurance. Oh, we're going to check it right now. The minute they found out that he had private health insurance, they tested him for everything, every machine, every department, da 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 Now they know they can get their money. That's pathetic, Malcolm. It's a for-profit system, which is, you know, which is the only thing that I actually fought the president on is that, you know, everybody wants to wanted to accuse a man of being a socialist and, you know, this healthcare system is complete socialism is not. Um, because it allows the, the core profit industry, which is our healthcare industry, to make all the money they need to make. It's just it's it's forcing them to, you know, protect everybody. See, but what we should have done is is, is a single payer system where the government pays and at the end of the day, it, it takes some of the profit out of it for these healthcare industries, but mm-hmm. it also puts us in a position as people to where we are. You know, when you show up in the hospital like your son did, they would have treated him immediately because everybody would have been but, treated the same. But, they but don't. here's the thing, Malcolm. He didn't come in with a with a uh, cold. He didn't like. He came in <laughs> like with the diagnosis of possible something heart. Like, for that alone, just treat the kid. I don't care if he came in with no insurance. Figure it out. This is a valuable I, I, human being. It's somebody's valuable I'm, human being. I'm in agreement with you. There's, you know, there should be no person. But, see, we we, we live in this society that, you know, the, the health care system is for profit. So if they're not going to make their money, then they don't have any incentive to oh, treat. You know what I remember, actually? I remember the... But the doctor came in a room, and you know how when they don't look at you, I don't like that either. And he's he's flipping, pretending to flip the papers, and he's like, um, so he has what type of insurance? Like something like that. Like, and I was like, wait, what? It was an odd question. Like, you haven't treated him yet, but the first thing you you want to discuss with me is his insurance. And that's when I realized they weren't treating this kid because they thought he had. The wealth, because he's black. Actually, I got it. <laughs> and because they thought he had the welfare portion of United Health Care insurance. And the minute they found out this kid had private insurance, every department, he was treated like a king. That's unfortunate. I mean, I'm glad in the long haul, I was glad that he did have good insurance. Oh my God, Malcolm! What if he didn't? Well, you saw what happened with the the guy with the Ebola, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he shows up, no health care, you know, and I mean they treated him, but 
uh, I but don't they think could they have, have given him the experimental drug that saved they, everybody else. They could have done a lot of things. I mean, look how they got the nurses. The nurses were healed before we even knew they were really sick. They're like, they're up and about. So, uh, it's it just, that's the state of our society. It's unfortunate. I mean, you know, I, I listen to a lot of music, you know, it, it, it pull back from that. Uh, let's think about Magic <laughs> What happened? Never mind. Magic Johnson. How did music, wait a second. How did music come into this? What were you because oh, there are music. songs that actually, there are songs that have references, but I don't want to go to those songs at the moment. Oh, okay. Anyway, okay. so Magic okay. Johnson in 1991, 92 got diagnosed with HIV at the time. Everybody thought, oh, Magic's going to be dead within five years. Oh, poor Magic. There's, you know, he had to retire from the NBA. His, you know, he did try to come back later on. Nobody wanted to play with him because they thought he was well, going do you remember even the Olympics? There was a whole big controversy with him coming back at least to be on the Olympic team. That was a problem too. Yeah, but it, yeah, but 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 he was sort of celebrated for the Olympics. It was when he tried to play in the league with the other NBA yes. players. Is when they mm-hmm. they gave okay. him the thing. You know, and there were some some well known players at the time that that said things. But anyway, but the, the truth of the matter is, see, Magic Johnson had plenty of money. That's to start off with that, and so. Not that he couldn't have died from HIV if it had gone on or something with plenty of money because there have been cases, but it, I'm sure it did not hurt his cause to to know that when he showed up at the, at the doctor and, and what, if he went to the hospital, that he was going to get the, the the highest level of care because oh. one they knew that they would they would get paid. I mean, even me, I, I, I work for a government agency. I, I have health care. I've always had it, and when I show up at a doctor, I get adequate care, but it's going to be based on what my employer, you know, my employer supplies us. So whatever the employer has arranged for us in, in that week, because we also have to pay, you know. And there's this, this, this misunderstanding that all oh, government workers have free health care. That's just not true. I can tell you from the practice, that's not true. <laughs> you know, I'm the poster child for it, so. But then again, that has to do with, you know, contracts and unions and things, but that's a long story. Bottom line is, is decent health care in this country means a chance at decent health. They can't fix right. everything, but, you know, you have a better chance of being seen on a regular basis, which means that, you know, even if you did get, get cancer, they will catch it early, you know, those kind of things. If you have yeah. uh, high, yeah. high blood pressure. They treat it. If you have diabetes, they treat it as opposed to letting it go untreated. And yes. before you know it, they're chopping off a limb or telling you you're going to die, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, anyway. It's okay. Just, it could be a little depressing. Uh, hopefully your son's doing all right. I mean, last time I saw him, he looked fine. No, it's, you know, it's... It is what it is. <laughs> it's been a, um, it's a long story. I, I never just got to go, but it's, yeah, there I, was a relapse of some it. sort a few years ago. And, yeah, it is what so it before, is. Before, before, before he had it, before he had his child, though, huh? Yeah. Yes, no. it's, it's a lifetime <laughs> issue. 
Well, I understand that, but his relapse was before he had the child. Mm. Yes, absolutely, before he had his child, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, and there you have it. Okay. <laughs> I forgot what it is. It's hard to explain. Uh, one day I'll tell you. But in any case, you wanted to talk about Adrian Peterson? Well, I was going to bring that up because uh, he took a plea deal this week with the mm-hmm. Texas court system to where he's... Yep. Um, huh? It's a yep. Yes, he took a plea deal. And so now his, the, the charges that he was facing, the jail time that he was facing, has kind of all gone away. Uh, oh, wow. Is well, that how it works? Gone away. I well, was no, going to say, <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> well, when you take a plea on this body, uh-huh. thing, you know, the, the district attorney says, instead of giving you what we were going to give you, we're going to mm-hmm. offer you this, you know. So he pled no contest for what he was offered. And so he's got, you know, I think it was 80 hours of community service. He's got um, no jail time. I mean, and it's, it's gone from a felony to a misdemeanor. So basically all he has to do is comply with what the court has put on him. And he's done with them. However, the NFL has decided that they're they're going to keep him on the commissioner's exempt list for the time being, which means he can't play. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, is he being paid? Uh, I believe he is not. Oh wow! But mm. I also believe that you know. See, he was one of these high-paid players, high-paid players, so I don't think he's in a position where he's going to... I mean, he's losing money right now. Let's be real. But, um, and I'm not sure. I mean, it's possible he could still be getting paid, but I don't think he is. But the bottom line um, at this point, what the, what the uh, NFL has said is that until his court case is resolved, he can't play. Well, now the court case is technically resolved. So, you know, his lawyers immediately uh, asked for reinstatement. They were like, okay, now that, now that this is resolved, can, you know, when can he start playing? And the commissioner said, not yet. But the commissioner had his own set of problems. I mean, you know, cause but this is the same commissioner. They're still talking about Goodard, right, or Goodall, or whatever his name Goodall, is. Yeah. It's the same one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, not my favorite guy. Right. Uh, right, he has a hard time following his own rules. Well, I mean, because this started with the Ray Rice stuff. All of this started with Ray Rice. And then, and actually, Ray Rice's hearings in New York started this past week as well. So, uh, and, and it's funny because Roger Goodell is one of the first people that was called to testify in the case. And it looks like he might be lying on the stands. We're going to have to see because one of the things he said is that Ray Rice didn't inform them of what really went on in that elevator with his wife, right? But 
the, the general manager for the Baltimore Ravens, this guy named Ozzie Newsom, yeah. Ozzie said, uh, well, he was I there know. when Ray told the commissioner, and not only did, the, did Ray tell the commissioner, I also understood that he, I mean, he told us everything. So when the video came out, he said, I wasn't surprised. That's what he told us. The Rogers claiming innocence, he's like, I didn't know. And it looks like he did. Not that that's a fireable offense, but I mean, it's, it's got to mean something when your your commissioner's lying through the teeth. So maybe he's too busy for Adrian Peterson right at the moment. Who's who? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think I might be in a minority. I think I might be in a minority when I say that um, I am. I'm in full agreement of Ray Rice fighting for his job. I'm in full agreement with that. Um, well, of course he should fight for his job. Why shouldn't he fight for his job? No, I I told you I'm in a minority, so I might, I no, might get some backlash. And, and, <laughs> I'm, sure, and I'm sure there's people who, who think, I mean, but I mean, let's, let's be realistic. He did what he did, yes. Does that mean he put the death penalty on his employment? I, I You know, I, I find that hard to believe. I mean, there's been people who played in the league that have done far worse and have come back and gotten their jobs back. Well, and, when I take it to, I'm going to take it to another level because I deal with relationship issues all day, every day. Uh-huh. And Malcolm, I can't tell you, <clears throat> just in my psychic readings, how much I'm begging some women to leave their boyfriend, leave their husband. Like begging. I'm like, this is not going to turn out well for you. Okay. And so far, I may have saved one girl. I, hopefully, I think I saved one girl. But two of my friends, uh, and when I say friends, I mean like clients left. Uh-huh. I don't think I've saved them. I don't think I've saved them. One girl went totally missing, and I, I just don't know what happened to her. And another one of my really good friends, and I've known her for six years, and you actually met one of them. Um, also went missing. Went missing? You mean like, well, like the, F- the well, FBI can't find them? Or, or no, no, no. Yeah, like the family has just totally shut down as to what happened there. Okay. Well, and there could be a lot of lot of reasons. I mean, sometimes people go away because they don't want to deal with any more conversations on the matter, so they, they kind of shut down. Yeah, and, there are and I agree. Cases, but but these are two people that are dealing with some, you know, a, uh, physically abusive issues. And that's always and so, important. You know, we all know what yeah. exists. And, and, and so I don't discount it at all. I know what exists. And, and I always look at it because I, mean, I don't understand why anybody would want to abuse another, if you, somebody you claim to love. I don't even get that one. But I know it happens. So I'm, not, happens. I'm not in denial. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, and it also that. happens in reverse. I know, you know, there are women that are physically abusive to the men. It happens, it happens in reverse. My point to you is I personally am in full agreement with Ray Wright fighting for his job. Well, And yeah. if he wins, I'm in full agreement of him getting his job back. But in actuality, uh, and I'm back to Adrian Peterson, you know, Adrian Peterson should not be on a sideline. If 
Roger Goodall has a set of rules. Roger Goodall should abide by the set of rules. Yeah, but Roger Goodell is not as good as Goodell. Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> he has. Because the problem with his rules, they, they seem to be like water on the ocean. It depends on where you catch him at the right time because sometimes his rules yeah. are over here, sometimes his rules are over there. So my only argument with Roger Goodell is that, you know what, set down your rules and abide by them. That means all parts. Don't abide by your own rules. Right. Don't change the rules up because of what you consider public opinion to be or whatever. Set your rules, abide by them. If you think you need to change the rules, and the NFL is real good about changing the rules. They change the rules every year. So, you know, I would think, you know, Adrian Peterson is, a, you know, there's no reason why he shouldn't have a chance to play in the league. I mean, first of all, his court stuff is going away. So, you know, the courts have ruled and said, you know what, we're going to offer you, you know, this particular whatever they offer. I can tell you exactly what they offer them. But the bottom line is he's done with them. All he has to do is abide by what they've, they've put in front of him, which is not a whole lot. I mean, he's going to be on probation. He has to right. community service. But, right. you know, he's not going to jail. Uh, I, I think he has to play a fine, but you know what? With a guy with his money saying that fine, he probably has already paid it. So, so but here's the, why can't he play football at this point? I mean, you know what? He's because he's, he's, what the league said is that he's not going to play football until his court case is settled. Guess what? Court case mm-hmm. is settled now. So, mm-hmm. since you said that's what he can't play football, so, well, then. Do what you gotta do, but you know, you know, let the man earn his living. But here's the That's thing: Adrian Peterson is going to pay in other ways, regardless. So when Nike took his is. contract away, he can't fight Nike. He is. All right, no, Nike's like, listen, we need to support, you know, the other side of what's going on here. We cannot support this behavior. You're pulling your contract. So he's going to lose in so many other ways. He may uh, never get an endorsement he, ever again. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you I, how that works is they will give him a endorsement. They, they pulled it for right now. So, you know, for the next huh. year or two, he's not going to have an endorsement at all. But it, 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 it will trickle down to him, you know, and that's the one way trickle down does work because it will trickle down to him because of who he is. That's keeping in mind... He maintains his career now. If he stops playing football, of course there won't be any endorsement because there's nothing to endorse. But as right. long as he keeps playing football and he's not an old football player and he's one of the better ones at his position, uh, two, three years down the line, best believe somebody's going to have a longer endorsement. Whatever, two, years, two, three years down the line, somebody better will always come along. Like that's a Kuda Matata. So that's why you take True. care of yourself right now. He he fucked True. up. I agree. But, he went through the court system. Goodell, I, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Goodell said, you know, this is the process, and you can get your job back. And Goodell's not getting his job back. He's not letting him play. Are you serious? Well, at the moment, I mean, you know, because right now, Goodell is in New, in New York doing the Ray Rice hearing. So you know, when when Adrian Peterson came up, he's like, we weren't expecting this. We thought this was going to be going at on At the for same a while, time. You know, he can't do both these criminal cases at the same time. Are you serious? Well, I, you know what? And he's not fired yet? I don't get it. 
Who fired? Who gets well, to fire Roger? Well, well, he's the commissioner, so um, who's in charge of him? That, the only people. Okay, okay so he's in charge of the league, right? So, okay, but who? But what's more important to the league than anything else? The money, right? Money. And huh? and and the money. Now now, mind you. The commissioner has sway over the owners, but the owners also have sway over the commission. So, so the owners are his. The owners, kind of, they kind of it's it's a weird symbiotic relationship, but in a way, yes. I mean, because there's no there's nobody that's one person above Roger Goodell that says, "Okay, you're fired." It doesn't work like that. So, but you have. I mean, think of the owners as uh, the uh, the board of a corporation. And he's kind of head of the board. Now, the board can vote for no confidence on the head of the board and remove that head. Um, but they're not there yet. So, I mean, but if he keeps sticking his foot in his mouth, they might get there. I guess that's the point. But what I would tell him is, like, dude, man up, say what you got to say, own it, do it, get it over with. Because the Ray Rice thing and the Adrian Peterson thing has been a kind of a big black eye for the league this year. I mean, they've had, you know, they've had court issues in the past that, that have been little small flips on the radar screen. This year, this stuff with Ray Rice and Adrian Peterson, oh, no, they have been big flips. I mean, it's, it's almost... It took over, but it took over, but ironically, <laughs> the numbers are... <laughs> Numbers are really good for for football this year in terms of viewership. Well, the, the numbers are... The, the people are always going to watch the games, Tracy. I mean, you know, for real. Um, it, it, it's it's <laughs> okay. the, the nature of the sport. So, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't see people turning off their TVs. I'm not watching NFL no more because, honestly, you know, you've got whole cities that are tied up in their teams. You know, you look at a, a city like Cleveland, Ohio, that has the, the, mm-hmm. uh, the Cleveland Browns, right? Mm-hmm. They're really tied into these teams. In fact, you know, the sports teams, Remember when LeBron James left Cleveland and, and they, yes. they were burning his jerseys in the street? Yes. I, I thought they felt kind of stupid because they could have kept him jersey. And now he's back on the team. So, but nobody knew that, right? So now you got to go yes. buy another $50 jersey because well, you burned, nobody you burned knew the last it. one in the backyard. Wait, I, I interrupted you. Say that again? I said, so now you have to go buy another 50 to to $100 Jersey because you burned your last one in the backyard when he was there. Now, now buddy, now he's back. So let me go get another fifty or hundred dollars jersey. Did he keep the same number? Did he come back and wear the same number? I well, he was wearing twenty three when he left. When he went to uh, when he went to Miami, he started wearing number six, right? Mhm. So, so I don't, you know. I'm pretty sure he's wearing the same number. I mean, because players are How come you don't know this? Well, because I haven't watched any uh, Cleveland games this year. Every every time they came on, I haven't seen them. I'm teasing you. Okay. Um, He wore 23. I just just expect you to know. Well, I haven't uh-huh. seen it yet, but he's, he's, he's got it on, 23. Yeah. Oh, so he's 23 again. He's 23 again, yeah. Hmm, huh. okay. 
So if you were smart enough to keep your jersey, you, you got it back. <laughs> That's a good point. Now I see where, where that point is being made. Good for you. <laughs> but you're hero for a money person, so you would think of it in terms of money. And even if he did laugh, I know you. You wouldn't have burned your T-shirt regardless or whatever. I wouldn't have burned the jersey because, first of all, when he left, I thought it was a smart move. Uh, you know, I, I know mm-hmm. it was bad for the city of Cleveland, but, you know, it turned out well for him. He wants to go win titles. He did. Now, now, mind you, the problem with Cleveland at the time is they didn't. They never put anybody around him. So you can't win championships with one guy. It just that those days are over. Yes. Or even Michael Jordan. They needed. You know, it took Chicago years before they, they found the players to put around them to be successful. Because when he got that man, they tried different different times. It just didn't work out. You got to find the right grouping of players in order to be successful. It takes more than one. Yes, so, yes. I, I mean, look at the Lakers right now. The Lakers are abysmal. I mean, and Kobe's back, and Kobe's, you know, for all rights and purposes, Kobe's playing well. I love Kobe. A, yeah, but they haven't won a game. <laughs> so it's just, it's but it just started. What are we, two weeks in? Yes. Yeah, but so? if, 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 if you're the team... And uh-huh. every time you go out, you lose. It's, it's very disheartening. Uh, yeah, especially well, especially for someone like Kobe and his ego. So, but think about this, Tracy. Think about this. Yeah. Everybody that yeah. that is good enough to get to a professional league has an ego. Everybody. Oh, does. all right, good point. You know, because you can't get there without thinking that you, you know. First of all, being a really good player and having in your mind that I'm a good player. Now, mind you, once you get there and you see that there's all these other good players, some of the guys fold under the pressure. But, you mm-hmm. know, a player like Kobe, oh, that made him just want to play harder. You know, a guy like LeBron, mm-hmm. all he does is play harder. You know, besides mm-hmm. their, their inherent skill, in their mind, they're better than everybody else. That's what's, what's really, you know, dictating their world. They think they're better than you. <laughs> Start off. Yeah. I am better than you, and I'm going to prove it to you. So, hmm. I told you about Christmas fan this year, though, right? Yes, you did. I mean, you know, everybody <laughs> jumped up. That's what they call being on a bandwagon there, Tracy. You, you jumped on the bandwagon to everybody else. Because somebody like Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal has been in Clippers games for years. He's not a bandwagon. Like He's been there, right? But, but you waited until they got good, and you're like, I'm going to go with you. I understand. Wait a second. Wait a second. If it's I'm baseball, no. If it's baseball, I will never leave the Yankees. Never. Okay. But so you're a diehard fan. I'm a diehard baseball fan in basketball. I I, I might flip. I might flip back to the Lakers. Well, yeah, I like you know my team is my team is the Lakers. You know, uh-huh. unfortunately, my team is the Lakers. So there was times when it was been good. Now it's not so good. See, I wouldn't bail on the Lakers. Now, mind you, I never disliked the Clippers. Even when the Clippers were terrible, I thought the Clippers. Well, you know who I dislike? I, I always dislike the owner because even when the Clippers were terrible, 
they always had, you know, decent players from time to time. Hell, you know, did you know Doc Rivers at one time played for the Clippers? Say that again now? Did you know that Doc Rivers at one time played for the Clippers? No, I Your current didn't. coach? Yeah. Over no. The years, they've, had lot, they've had a lot of decent players come through, through. But the problem with the Clippers was always this thing that turned out to be Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling was, was, was what was wrong with the Clippers. And it wasn't until... Uh, you know, they they got their current crop, you know, when they started making the moves. Because, you know, they got rid of Elgin Baylor, which, you know, they always used to blame Elgin Baylor. But then when he was gone, it wasn't him. So it's always been the ownership because, one, he didn't want to pay the players. He didn't want to do the right things to get the franchise in place. But the last several years they've built this, this thing that they have now. You know, they got lucky with some draft choices, but they also picked up a lot of people free and you're laughing. <laughs> no, think ahead. <laughs> oh, because you're still thinking about the, the, the bandwagon? Or, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a flip flopper. <laughs> but I might well, be. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all relative. I mean, you wouldn't be the first person that jumped on a bandwagon. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it happens. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, I tend to, to try to stay loyal to the teams I like, but I don't. I'm also not a disliker of. Well, let me back because that would be a lot. Because the teams that I like, I dislike mm-hmm. the teams that play against them. So I'm a Baltimore mm-hmm. Raven, and that since they've been Baltimore Ravens, so that makes me not a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals or the Pittsburgh Steelers or the, the Cleveland Browns. I like I Baltimore. See. Uh-huh. I like mm-hmm. the Lakers. So who are the Lakers' main competitors? Now, mind you, the Clippers are actually the Lake, one of the Lakers' main competitors. But because the Clippers were an in-town team, I didn't dislike them as much as, say, Sacramento or Phoenix or Golden State. Oh. Uh, oh. You know, the Clippers were, you know, like the Lakers' little brother. Now the little brother turned into the big brother. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is. And they got good players and they got a good coach. I mean, you know, when Doc Rivers was coaching the Celtics, I hated the Celtics, but I like Doc Rivers. I like Doc Rivers when he played. I mean, it's, and, you know, and that's part of the thing. I mean, when, when I first became aware of Doc Rivers, like in the early 80s, he was point guard for the, uh, the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks, I was going to call them the Falcons. The Atlanta Hawks. Why are you mm-hmm. laughing? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, it's okay. I have, these, I have these tweets coming in, and Desi goes, he called you a bandwagoner. <laughs> well, yeah, I did. And I didn't buy that. <laughs> sorry. And then she also puts, um, in terms of like who, who um, being a bandwagon of four, she's like, as long as you don't root for the Celtics, we're good. True that. True that. I would agree. You know, one of my best friends is a Celtics, a diehard Celtics person. So, you know, I just don't mm-hmm. like the Celtics. Never have, never will. I you know I go. I was raised in L.A., so we always hated the Celtics. You didn't but, other teams in the league, mm-hmm. but the one team you always hated are the Celtics. I mean, it's just. But I'm from New York with the Knicks, and the one team you hate is the Celtics. 
<laughs> well, I think, you know what, if you don't live in Boston, pretty much everybody hates the Celtics. So, you know, the Lakers have a long history of, of losing to the Celtics. You know, mm-hmm. back in the 60s, early 70s, the Celtics beat the Lakers every year except for one year. One year the Lakers but, won. You know, the rest I was going to gonna say that. The Celtics is a team to be reckoned with. They're a forceful team. Yeah. They're a powerhouse. And I remember, like, hating the, the Celtics. Like, and you, you had to. You well, had no, to. There was no question I about it. <laughs> for me, I, it, it's, all, it's also translated to just hating anything from Boston. So uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter, Rich. I said, to me, it translates to hating any team from Boston. I any don't like, team? I don't like the, Are you I don't serious? Like Is Boston that good? Okay, you don't like the Celtics. Uh, well. but the, 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 New, the New England Patriots, they've won how many Super Bowls? And, and every time they were in the Super Bowl, I was rooting for the other team. Every what? single time. What? <laughs> <laughs> you say it like that's a bad thing, huh? Well, because that says a lot about Boston. They're fighters. I'm not mad at them. That says a lot about Boston. I wouldn't use the word fighters. But anyway... And so when the Red Sox <laughs> were... Think about it, Malcolm. See, Boston, there's a lot of hardworking people in Boston. Do you understand what I mean when I say that? They're, oh, God. It, it used to be a blue-collar city like Boston. I, I understand that they, that they got their level of... It's just like Cleveland. I mean, they got their level of fans. People are going to love them. I'm not a big fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers or any other team of Pittsburgh. So, um, Ooh, you know, Really? <laughs> well, because they go against the teams that I like. So, yes, I understand. Mhm, mhm. You know, I, I root for certain teams, and, and I don't. You know, I, I I'm not going to start liking the Pittsburgh Steelers because uh, they just showed up one day and, and made me like them. I, I always, I always rooted against them as well. Mhm. Does Boston have a good hockey team? Who's their hockey? The Boston Bruins. Are they good? I, I you know I know they've won a championship a time or two. I don't know how good they are today. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the Kings just won it. So I mean, you know, you know, I I don't follow hockey that closely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, when the Kings were in the playoffs, of course I, I paid attention because they're the Kings. You know, mm-hmm. and, and there were mm-hmm. many years the Kings were were like the Clippers. Horrible. They were the doormat of the, the hockey league. Horrible. You know, and, yes. <laughs> and. But they've won the championship a couple of times, so you a know. A couple of times, yes, yes. You know, I have a couple of friends that like die for the Kings. It's hilarious, and so I've kept up with the Kings well, a tad bit. Well, if you ever get a chance to go see them play live, it's actually pretty exciting. I've seen them play live a couple of times, and, and you know, see, I've been to a hockey game, and it just doesn't excite me. So I can't imagine going to see the Kings and enjoying it. But I, I, I could be open to it. But you could go watch baseball. But you could watch baseball. I don't get it. I love – oh, did I tell – wait. Did I tell you that my son – I'm not liking him right now. Like, he had the nerve to tell me that baseball was his least favorite what? Why? Why would you not like him because of that? Oh no, no, Mm-mm. no, Malcolm. Mm-mm. That's a problem. What? No. What's his favorite? What's his favorite 
yeah, but see, you might feel the same way about me. But I would say, see, football is my favorite sport, followed by basketball. I wouldn't say baseball is my least favorite sport, but it's right close to my least favorite sport. I can't even, like, have this conversation with you. Basketball is his favorite sport. No, I'm okay, so he loves basketball. Like, where are my basketball people out there? I love basketball, not basketball, baseball people. I love baseball. Yeah, well, um. One, you know, two, I don't. I, <laughs> wait, wait, Desi puts, see, there you go, Desi. Desi puts, she goes, what? Baseball is everything. Thank you, Desi. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everything while you're waiting for football to start. That's what baseball is. Baseball what? is like a uh is like, like a bookmark in a book. You put it there so you don't lose no. your play. But no. No. you know, the real sports are football basketball. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. You know, the NFL uh, is the number one sport in the United States. And even though they're yeah. trying to mess it up, the NFL is the number one sport in the United States. Great sports. You gotta I, love it. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, the, the NFL is actually expanding. They're playing their second game of the season in London, England this weekend. And hmm. so the, the first time they the, the teams they sent, on, sent over – you know, nobody really cared. But see, this time they sent the Cowboys, mm. and and Dallas Cowboys are, are what's known as what America's team, right? Mm-hmm. Although I would argue that point, they still are America's team as far as what they're known as. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and their quarterback Tony Romo, you know, he has a back issue, but you know, it looks like he's going to play. It's going to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. We love the Cowboys. Don't we, don't we all just love them? Uh, you're being sarcastic, but <laughs> okay. I, 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 I am being sarcastic. You know. I probably know. Won't come across. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, Malcolm. What else you got on the list? <laughs> Well, what else do I have on the list? Uh, let me look at my list there, Tracy. I'll tell you. You usually have Sanders. a list. We just oh, have to get have through the list. But. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I did have this one other thing that I did want to talk about. Yeah. And in regard, it, 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 it's just regarding Michael Sam's, the, the gay non-playing football player right now, right? Yeah. And, okay, I came across a blog. Now, in, in all fairness, the blog was written by a guy who writes nothing but about gay sports, right? That's all you ever okay. write about. Okay. But, mm-hmm. he wrote, but he wrote an article saying that the reason Michael Sams is not playing the league is because he's gay and that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. going to be a problem. And, and, and he he made, mm-hmm. and he actually made a pretty good point. Okay. Because the, the point that he made is that, okay, Michael Sams was the, the reigning SEC defensive player of the year. And usually mm-hmm. players of that caliber, one, they're drafted pretty high. Two, they play. They're going to be mm-hmm. on the body roster somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. But here we have Michael Sams who won the same thing. And not only did he get drafted very low, he mm-hmm. got cut immediately. And, and not, now, mm. 
That right. has happened one or two times, but it just usually doesn't happen. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where well. I stand on that one because, you know, because I, I, I think Michael Sam's problems have not been, you know, him being gay or a bad football player. I think it's just, it's just been based on opportunities and situations. So, you know, the mm-hmm. first team he went to was a team that had no place for him. So, you know, so he didn't make that roster. The second team he went to looked like they had a place for him, but, you know, it turns out the players that they had there started playing really, really well. I mean, because nobody thought the Dallas Cowboys would have the record that the Dallas Cowboys have. Right, Um, yeah. When when the season started, Mm -hmm. I mean, there were people saying they'll be lucky to win three games. Right. And here here they are first place in their division, so, I mean, or tied for first. So, I mean, you look at and it, you're like, well, you know, he went into a situation where they didn't need him again. Now, here's what, the reason I said that is because Deion Sanders, you know who Deion Sanders is, right? Yes. He's a cute okay. guy. Yeah, he had a, he did an interview with Larry King. Uh-huh. Uh, and he basically said, uh, well, he, he said a couple things, but... But he said, he thinks that one of the things he said is that he thought that the Michael Sam's sexuality might just be a choice, which is some oh. crazy shit to say. I'm sorry. Whoa. Who said that? Deion Sanders. Oh, God. I don't know. Oh, he no. Said, okay. Well, <sighs> and he followed it up with this. And this is the one that I got that, that actually killed me because he said, the God I know don't make mistakes. But he didn't make a mistake with Michael Sam. But he didn't make a now, mistake with Michael Sam. You know, that's, that's the God the I, I know. Thought, that's, that's the thing that I thought when I first heard it. I said, well, you know, because if I got to talk to him, I'd say, you know what, Dion? I don't think he makes mistakes either. So based on him not making mistakes, Michael Sam's is not a mistake. So He's you know, not a mistake. A, so you as a homophobe uh. might have to be the one. You're the one who's still thinking that there's a mistake, but it's not a mistake. It's, that's kind of God's will. Because if the people I know who are, you know, big followers of God, they're always quoting God's will. Well, God apparently made a whole bunch of gay people, and that can't be an accident. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's a good point. But wait a second. Oops. Let's sit on that for a minute. That's a really, really good point. So repeat so, that again. But, what did you say? God made a lot of. What did you say? God made a lot of gay he people? He made a lot of gay people. Yeah. He made a lot of so, gay people. That, I mean, you see it. And, and that so, can't be a mistake. Right. That's not an accident. Well, I'm going to go well, back and listen to what you said, and then I'm going to quote it on, on Twitter. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to the rest of what Dion said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why is he talking? Oh, my God. Okay, what else did he say? What? He's been, he was interviewed by, by Larry King. You know, it's funny because the one thing I think we have a problem with in this country is uh, people be getting aged out of their jobs. So, you know, they're, they, they're always trying to get rid of somebody to bring in somebody new. Like Larry King got kicked out because they wanted to, to bring in this, this the British guy, Piers Morgan, dude. Who right? got fired? Gonna, Who got fired? Yeah. He's, he's an asshole. He <laughs> but is. He got rid of, you got rid of Larry King, who was everybody loved Larry King. Larry King was always entertaining. People mm-hmm. tried to get on Larry King's show. 
You know, so mm-hmm. Larry King says, mm-hmm. says, screw it, I'm going to start doing this stuff on the Internet. <laughs> so he's oh. doing his job. I didn't he know that. Oh, good for him. Which is, which is where, where Deion you know, Sanders was on his show and, mm. you know, saying some things. He said, and now, now what Deion did say that I agree with, he said, um, that he he's been on you know he was in the league for how many years? Dion was in the league what fourteen fifteen years, right? Mm-hmm. And he said he pretty said much on every team okay. on every team he was on there were gay players. They just weren't out in the open. So what he's saying about Michael Sanza, he's not the first gay player in the NFL. He's just the first one to come out. Yeah. And he, and and I'm like I'm like I'm glad he said that because a lot of people said well they haven't been gay players in the league and I'm like. Get out of here. Gay players everywhere. There's gay people That's everywhere. That's right. That's then, right. It's not, it didn't just happen this year, last year, 10 years ago. This has been for the entire the entirety of man's existence on the planet. There's always been some gay people here. So, yeah. the problem is people are, are I, don't, I don't even know why they're that upset about it because it, unless it directly affects you, I don't see why you would care. But that's just me anyway. Yeah. So, um, so getting back to Michael Sam, with with I, I, what were you trying to say? Because are you trying to say that the potential of a lawsuit coming through is high? I I told you earlier that I think there is no lawsuit. Oh, I know what you told to, me. No, I know I know what you told me. Tracy, you would have to be able to <laughs> prove that one, and that's almost unprovable. Okay. But now that you're doing a little bit more research or you've come across some things, now you see the possibility that well, I, it very I, well, I, well know, could happen. Not a lawsuit. Now, you know, I see the possibility that there may be some NFL franchises out there that might not want to deal with him because he's gay, openly gay. Now, mind you, again, like Dion said, every team he ever played on there were gay players on it. They just weren't out and open. So... That mm-hmm. means that every team in the league has a gay player or two on it, right this minute. Right now, right now, yes. So mm-hmm. they're just not out open because, you know, the, the problem with playing in, in, uh, in professional sports at this level is that there are already a ton of distractions to be had, and, and what they don't want is that extra distraction that they don't need. And I think that's bullshit because I think what Michael Sam no, has no, been that's, capable of. That's real shit. <laughs> No. <laughs> I, no, no, for real. It's not about Michael Sanders. It's, it's about you're But playing, he's already you know, shown that he could downplay that. He's yeah, already see, proven that, not to make that yeah, an but, issue. And, and you know what? And, and the Cowboys said when he came in onto the practice squad, it never was an issue. There was no <laughs> press conferences. It was very quiet while he was there. Now, the Rams did right. a little differently. They did have some press conferences revolving around it. Mm-hmm. So, but the bottom line is what these teams are, you know, and and I'm not saying that it's, it's a real problem, but I'm saying I think there are teams out there that are afraid that having him on the roster <laughs> will detract from the operations of the team, and, and so when they go into the game, they're not 100% focused on the, the task at hand. And, you know, and there's only a handful of coaches out there that, to me, that could handle this kind of stuff anyway, that that the, the players are so scared of these, their coaches that 
colleges, they wouldn't even open their mouths and say anything crazy like that. They might, you know, harbor the thoughts in their brains, but they wouldn't open their mouths because, you know, if you're on, you know, as much as we mentioned the New England Patriots, the coach of the New England mm-hmm. Patriots is a guy named Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick mm-hmm. is not anybody to be played with, and he's a very successful coach. And if you're on a Bill Belichick team, best believe you're throwing all the lines that he's laying out for you. So, Okay. If, if Bill Belichick put Michael Sam's on his team, there will never be a problem. Not one problem ever. I can guarantee you. Okay. You know, and like I said, there's a handful of other coaches in the league that that garner that same respect to where you're, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? And they know that mm-hmm. not only can they handle their players, but they can handle the press and they can handle everybody else that comes out of the woodwork because they're so hardcore, like, if you ever want to get a good laugh, YouTube a Bill Belichick mm-hmm. press conference. And okay. Oh, you got it. It's hilarious because he sits there with this deadpan look on his face, and you know he doesn't get too mad, but he never gets mm-hmm. happy either. And he just because mm-hmm. you can tell by his demeanor that he thinks whatever they're asking him is the stupidest thing in the world. So you know he tries to explain it as much as he can, but you know because that's the job. Right, uh, right. Another coach like that, there's a, a NBA coach, Greg Popovich for the, uh, the San Antonio Spurs. They've just won a championship. Mm-hmm. He's another guy. If you ever see him interview, he's no, very no-nonsense, you know, but they're very strong-willed coaches, and these guys have so much respect for the players and the other coaches in the league. Nobody messes with them. Right. So, so Bill Belichick is with what team? The New England Patriots. Okay. I'll remember that before I remember his name to Google it. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. So, just getting back to Michael Sam, because I have some, like, unfinished business with this. You, even after the article that you read that shows that there are some discrepancies as to why Michael Sam is not on a team, um, and by the way, Malcolm, there's a way to finagle things to make sure that Michael Sam is not on the team. There's a way to play that. There's a way where everybody can agree that Michael Sam should – That's I'm just saying. So what you're saying is that, Phil, you still do not believe that there's a potential for a lawsuit. A lawsuit? No. No, not a lawsuit. I mean, that's like – Tim Tebow getting a lawsuit against the NFL because he's a Christian. That's you know you're not going to get a lawsuit because you don't make the slide. It's you know. It's but just, Tim Tebow played, but he played though. He didn't get cut twice in the beginning of his you know career. Oh, he got he did get cut though. You know because that's the other thing about the NFL. Eventually, everybody you know pretty much gets there unless you just retire. You know, so if um, you're if you were De- like Deion Sanders never got cut. Deion Sanders retired because he was that guy. You know, and when he decided he couldn't yeah. play no more, he didn't play. But you know, most right. of the, most of the other players at some point or another are going to get cut from the NFL uh, roster. Right. So right. It's just that's just part of the business. I mean, there's a show that comes on mm-hmm. uh, HBO every year. It, it, it follows one team in preseason it's called Hard Knocks. So mm-hmm. I think I've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in hard knocks, they, you know, and so these NFL teams start off with 100-plus players, and they have to get down to 53. So they show a lot of the cuts. 
And there's been some mm-hmm. times where people have been cut. They've been like, you know, they start crying because they know that's the it, that's it for them. Mm. You know, you know it, it's just when you get to that spot where you potentially can get cut, and we're not talking just first-year players. Sometimes it's a veteran. You know, we don't have a place for it. you got to go. And, mm. you know, most of the players, you know, they take it well, and they say, you know, thanks for the opportunity, Coach, and, you know, and, and hopefully I can get on with somebody else. But the truth of the matter is, Playing professional sports is not easy, and you know it. It takes a lot. It takes a whole lot. So the truth of the matter is, um, Michael Sam has been way too quiet. I think way too quiet for somebody who's right, heard blah, blah blah blah. I just yeah, okay, but what, what can he say, okay. Tracy? <laughs> what can he say? He got it's they're the strategizing. Team, you know? No, they're strategizing. This is this is a guy that. First gay player, then he kissed his boyfriend when he got picked at number 37 or whatever. You know, then he wanted oh, Oprah on his team. It wasn't but 37. It was, it was in, he was in the seventh round, so it was like 240-something. He was down there. What? It was, it was away. Yeah, it what? was the seventh round. What? <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Now that I even know that. Why? Well, huh? That's what, you know. See, that's part of the problem because he went so low in the draft. I mean, because typically seventh-round draft choices don't make that's a team. That's why there's a lawsuit. How could it be a lawsuit? A lawsuit saying what? They didn't take him high enough? Yes. <laughs> this yes. is the NFL draft. It happens every year. So the, so the next seventh-round draft choices come up and say, well, they didn't pick me high enough either. I thought I was better than that. That's, that's why I said it's Lawsuit about what? You didn't get picked. He's too quiet. I don't know. When when you were a kid, maybe this didn't happen to you because you told me some things about your childhood. But, okay, when I was a kid, we played sports at the playground. And so we picked up teams. And sometimes, you know, you didn't want to be the guy who didn't get picked. You didn't want to be the last guy picked. You would hope that people would recognize that you had some skills and that they would pick you up. Well, wait a second. Wait a second, Malcolm. Like, I played, what is it? What's the, where you play, like, is it dodgeball where you have to pick sides? You have to pick people? You play, you pick sides in every sport, so dodgeball is good. Well, okay. Okay, well, I've been one of those people where, you know, you have to pick. Malcolm, I'm athletic, if you didn't know. I'm so, not no, I'm you, never going to be the last one that's picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that girl. That, that, that's my point. You don't want to be the last person. I would never so, be that girl. <laughs> okay, so so in this so in this NFL version of this, so in this NFL version of this, Michael Sams was one of the last people picked. Mm. That so, doesn't make sense to me. Well, I mean, but you got to understand that the NFL big business. So when it when they're when they're going through the process of picking people, they spend months and months on deciding who want, who they want to pick, when they want to pick. If you go to an NFL draft board, each team has has all this information. Oh, there's a movie that came out last year. It was about the Cleveland Browns. Kevin Costner starred in it. And it was about mm-hmm. picking players and how they pick it. That would be a good mm-hmm. example of how to do it. Or or or, or the uh, that uh, baseball movie that Brad said was in Moneyball. Another good okay. thing. Because Part of part of being that general manager is figuring out how to pick the players. 
why you pick them here. Maybe we wait, you know, maybe we don't. You know, there's so many different factors. Who knows why these teams passed on Michael Sam? I wasn't there, Tracy. Um, is he a good football player? Everybody who gets picked is a good football player at some point. Some are better than others. Mm-hmm. But I'm checking you know, on the but, internet right now, and it does look like, like Michael Sam said, I should have been picked in the first three rounds. Of course he thinks that, yes. <laughs> of course he thinks that. Okay. Okay. I get I it. Mean, of course he thinks that. But, I get it. But there are there are going to be players. There are players that have been have made it to the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame that weren't picked. You know, that just that somebody didn't seem good enough. You know, because the the process isn't an exact science. So sometimes they pick somebody with the first pick, and that person does terrible in the league. Sometimes they don't pick a person at all, and he ends up in the Hall of Fame. So it's not. The science isn't that good. I mean, they try to do the best that they can with it. You know, so Michael Sam got picked low. Didn't mean that he couldn't make it. He hasn't. And that doesn't mean he still can't make it. You know, he just got he just has to get the right opportunity and find a team that's willing to give him a shot that will allow you know, that they have a need for him. He could be a very a very I'm just player. saying, maybe maybe it can't be proven. However, I just believe yeah. that um, there was a lot of strategy in picking him and then releasing him. And see, it's, now you're you know. thinking it's too deep because cause <laughs> teams, teams typically, they're trying to get enough players on their team because they want a competitive team because it's really all about the winning. At least that's what I think it is. I mean, because after the winning comes the money, and I think that most professional sports kind of looking for the winning and the money. They they want they mm-hmm. want their, their their players' jerseys to be bought. They want the fans to fill the stadiums. They want the people to, to want to watch their teams, and, and they want the endorsements to come in, and they want to win. They want those championships. It makes a difference. You know, and I don't think they pick players with the idea that you know I'm gonna pick him because he's gay. I don't think I don't think that was part of the issue. I really don't. I mean, if it is, then I'm wrong. But I just don't think that. I mean, well, I don't think we're ever gonna find out. I don't think it's gonna be a right or wrong. I think at this stage of the game, me personally, I'm waiting to see if he sues. I I just can't imagine him sitting down. I can't. And, and see. I, I'm waiting to see if he if, if another team gives him a shot because to me that's really yeah what I get that impression to. from you yeah but if, if he can get a shot come, I think he can if, play in the league he's does that come out this year or next year but when is like what? is that a, like is it possible that he can get a shot is, is it possible that he can get a shot this year yes it is it just depends huh. on the needs of, a, of of any given team out there because keep in mind that. Every team had their, their had their uh, training camp. Every team had to release at least fifty players off of their roster. So let's see, there's thirty-two teams in the league times fifty. That's a lot of players. You know, we're talking about a good uh, 150, 200 players that are just sitting out there waiting to be picked up by somebody mm-hmm. this year alone. So, right. you know, there, there's there's people out there that, yeah, they, they want to play. 
You know, it's just, it's hard. I mean, it's, it's, there's only so many spots. And, right. You know, and and the funny part is, you know, we're still spending a lot of energy on this guy, and, and, and not that he's not a good player, but he's not the only one that's out there sitting waiting for a chance. He's not. There's a yeah. lot of other players just like him. All right, that's a, a good point. And no, they that's a good point. That's a good point. I can appreciate oh. that a lot. Yeah. But listen, Malcolm. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time for closing. Yes, it's movie time for me. I'm gonna go see uh, Matthew McConaughey. Which movie is he in? Interstellar. Uh-huh. It's, okay. it's, it's the, the guy who made the, the guy who made the Batman movies, Chris uh-huh. Miller. He made the space uh-huh. movie called Interstellar that opened yesterday with, with Matthew McConaughey. So I thought I would go see that. Enjoy. Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so Malcolm, I will see you later. All right, Tracy. You have a good day. <laughs> You too. Take it easy. Right, bye-bye. No, bye. Okay, guys. We're in our half of Psychic Reads. And hi, this is Tracy. Hello? Hello? Oh, Okay, I'm going to put you on hold, but I tried to get you. 229 Sorry. But I'll put you on hold anyway. Hi, this is Tracy. Hi, this is Crystal. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> so, what's going on, Crystal? Oh, nothing much. I just want to know what the rest of the year and maybe the early part of next year is looking for me, looking out for me. Well, why don't we um, dissect it a little bit because okay. it's, you know, it's a radio show, so we've got like maybe just a few minutes to, for me to give you what you need. Is there something very, very specific we could look at instead? Um. Okay, what about career, jobs? Okay, are you working right now? No. Okay, and how long have you not been working? Uh, just a few months. Okay, and I'm just curious, uh, did you at least get unemployment? Yes. You did. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on a second. So for right now, you have unemployment. That's a good thing. Hold on. Hold on. And Crystal, where what state is six eight two? Texas. All right. Let's see what's gonna happen to you career wise. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, well, okay, huh. Um, were you forced out of your last job? Yeah, in a way. In a way, like, 
It's, it's, yeah, cause it appears. Was, go ahead. Yeah, it was a way. It was like they said one thing that wasn't true. Okay, because it appears very sneaky to me, like very covert. Yeah. Um, you didn't have a chance at this job, by the way, in terms I'm of staying. staying there. You know. Yeah. Um, how long were you there? Oh, maybe so. Not that long. Maybe four or five months. Okay. okay. <clears throat> you know, Crystal, I am getting that you are a hard worker. I am getting that, right? <clears throat> but it looks to me like, I don't know what type of place this was, but it looks to me like I keep getting love affair, love affair. That's what the, you know, love affair. So it looks to me like there might have been a couple of people that ganged up against you. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Probably so, yeah. It sounds about right to you? Yeah, it does. Um, And I think you might have been blinded to it in the beginning, and then you may have tried to fight in the end, but maybe fighting brought about, like, an attitude instead. Like, maybe they they were like, okay, great, now we have the attitude, so now we're going to get rid of her. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, well, I didn't have an attitude. I just kind of just kept to myself. Mhm. Okay, so there was no attitude there in terms not of like my, the last, the last few weeks or something. Yeah, not for me. Okay. All right. Um, let me see what's coming up for you. I just needed to give a description of of what you went through. Um. Uh-huh. The first thing I'm getting is to stay strong, stay strong. Change is definitely coming. You won't see it until February, okay? Um, I feel like you're going to be at a job where people will genuinely like you. Okay. I also feel like it comes quick, but it doesn't feel quick because I don't see it till like February anyway. But it's kind of like, it's like, you go on the interview and they're like, "Can you start in two days?" Something like that. So it does. It comes. It comes upon you quickly. Um, could be in the medical field. Could be something healthcare, something medical. What did you do the last time? Oh, I'm in IT, but you know, if I'm working with computers, I can work in any type of field. Oh, oh, I know you, Crystal. Hi, honey. Yeah. Hi. Oh, Crystal. Good, good. I'm just, I'm just relaxing, just chilling out, enjoying my own company right now. That's like, to be honest with you. So, well, wait a second, Crystal. Um, first of all, let me just get off this just for a tad bit second. I freaking love your hair. Thank you, thank you. No, your hair is you. You hit it for how many years? Like I don't, not years. I don't mean it that way. I didn't know you that long, but. I just now started to like really like care about things it. with it. Like, oh well, my God. I've always been taking care of it. I just never really was like, okay, let me try to really do hairstyles with it because I never did before. So I was like, well, now but, I'm like, you know, looking on YouTube and like, oh, let me try that. You are playing with your hair like I can't imagine, and it looks beautiful. You have a head full of healthy, healthy hair. It's 
And I'm going to tell you what I know about care. Cause, and I know, because I know you, I, I think sometimes you worry, but um, your hair does not show the worry. <laughs> but it also could be because you're so young. You know, when you're young, you, then you're blessed and you have, you know, beautiful hair and you're young, so it could be that too. But you have a head full of beautiful hair. I love what I've seen you just play around here. It's actually like you are glowing right now, glowing. Oh, Thank Which you. Thank you. Which surprises me a little bit. Oh, and by the way, even if I said healthcare, Crystal, it doesn't matter to uh-huh. me. It still could be healthcare IT. I don't give a shit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at the industry, not necessarily the job. Um, uh-huh. And I remember that it was, I remember there was a, a reading you had done and you had gotten this new job, but I think you were working around some buddy-duddy, some old guys. Say it again? That, I was working around. The job that you have right now, I think you were saying you were working around some, like, mature men or some or mature people. Yeah, yeah. That was the one they, they, let, uh, they let me go or they just, like, act like they lied. Because, like, the manager doesn't, or she's, she wasn't the manager that hired me, but she was the manager above. She doesn't live in the in the state, and so they told her one thing, which wasn't true. So, but um, I was kind of ticked off at first, but then I got over it very quickly because I realized, you know, one door closes, the other one opens. You know. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you, you have the, a beautiful disposition because, first of all, you're highly educated. You're you're very very talented by the way, um, and I see the change in you, like, in terms of, like, who you want to be represented, like, how, how you want to be looked at, and so don't be too surprised as, as to where your next job leads you, Crystal. Okay. Because you've already made some changes. The cars are telling me that, you know, I get the hangman, Crystal. Um, and okay. I also get the Eight of Wands, and I also get the World card. The other thing that I got is that at your next job, they are going to love you. And I don't think you've always felt that in any of your IT jobs. And is that because it's a male-dominated, you know, arena or what? You know what? Um, it could be. I mean, I know, I don't really know because, I mean, I've seen – I mean, I've seen other women that have been successful, but then it, it could have okay. been a male thing. I just, I don't know. I really wasn't paying much attention to about. I was just paying attention to how you know people were. I was treated and how I tried. You know, I really wasn't paying attention to how other people were being treated or you know. I just thought maybe it was just me. You know. Yes. Um. And, uh, listen, I'm never mad at anybody that could look at life that way. Like. I think it's healthy when someone can say, am I part of the problem? Because you might. Mm-hmm. You totally maybe. And I think it's healthy if someone decides not to look at everybody else and say, maybe it is me. So, and if it is you, uh, see what you can to fix it. Because I'm totally that person. Like, I know why I turn people off. I know this. And it took me a minute to fix it. You know, people love me now, but not everybody did, Crystal. 
know. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm just thought maybe it was something about me that they didn't like or something. Sure. And I just kind of, you know, did the best I could while I was in those positions, so. Right. But sometimes, Crystal, it's about sometimes you have to get pushed out because uh-huh. you're not at the place that you need to be. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's from a spiritual place. So some people have an agreement with God that they're not going to let you stay where you think you need to be and they get you moving. In any case, with that being said, I just want to get back to there's a possible, I know this doesn't make sense right now, a possible relocation. Okay. Oh, good. You're open to it. Um, I don't have anything that would set me back from, like, not wanting to relocate somewhere, so. Okay. All right. Good to see you. Um, because I see that, I see travel involved and I see sacrifice involved, which means, you know, I may have to go. Now, I don't know why this does or does not make sense, and I could be wrong, Crystal, but I must say what I have to say, and if it comes out great, if not, you let me know. I still, okay. I still see the possibility of health care um, and maybe children's health care. Okay. So I don't know what that means, but um, I'm just going to lay that out on the line, right? Um, okay. Definite, definitely your job could be, could be over there, over there meaning not where you're located right now. Um, definitely a competitive environment, and it could be competitive in terms of the application process, or when you get there, you're going to go and you're going to be like, geez, look at this, so many people, or the environment itself is a highly charged competitive environment. Okay. Um, your next your next place of employment, um, particularly if it's out of the state, Crystal, is more about where romance is for you. Cause okay. I'm, I'm just getting it's not in Texas. Okay. So my hope for you is that you will allow yourself to apply for jobs anywhere. Alrighty. Absolutely anywhere. Just open up your heart and 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 talk to like I'm I'm a big person about talking to to God and be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, but give me give me some guidance. Where do I point my finger on this map and apply to everything and anything? You're highly qualified. You will be sought after, you know, where you're at now, it's either done or stagnant, either one. Okay. And and with that being said, if you make the sacrifice, it's what the hangman means, um, to relocate, which is what the two of wands means over there, you'll be surprised how your this is where the romance, like the wheel turns for the better for you. What's your sign, Crystal? Um, I'm in between two signs, but what is it? Um, Cancer. Uh huh. That's the big eyes. Uh huh. And Leo. 
Ah, Kepha and Leo. Huh. You know, that's funny because Cancers are Spitfires, trust me. I got family members that are Spitfires and Leo's are Spitfires. You don't always appear to be that kick-ass type of person. Am I right or wrong? Well, not in the sense of, like, you know, people loud-mouthing or... I mean, I stand mm-hmm. my ground. If I say no, I mean no, you know? If oh, I don't, okay. I mean, yes. if, I'm, if, if I'm headstrong about something, then, yeah. Yes. But I I don't All blow right. up. Like, I don't make a scene or anything like that. I understand. I understand. That's why you said you didn't have the attitude early. Like, no, not me. Um, Crystal, I'm going to get up out of here. Are you okay, okay. with at the part of the reading where just throw yourself out there? Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, good. All right, honey, we'll get going, and I'll talk to you on Facebook. All righty. You take care. <laughs> take it easy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Debbie. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> How are you? I am quite lovely. <laughs> and um, how are you? Not that. Not that. Not that. <laughs> no complaints. No complaints. Exactly. So what's going on? Oh, you know, not much. School and that other thing. And, and, and school and school. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, look, okay, so I wasn't going to say this, but I'm saying it because it just it just happened. Uh-huh. There is another guy at school who is a friend of mine, and on Wednesday, no, 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 I'm sorry, Thursday, he confessed oh that my he God. had a, a thing for me. Oh, my God. But he doesn't. But he said. But he said I don't want to compete with that other guy. Okay. So what does that mean to you? Then why confess? Nothing. Because I. I what does I that mean to you? Nothing. Because I don't get it. he and I are. Yeah, he and I are friends. I mean, period. There is no other anything else going on at all. So what makes him think there's an option to compete? That doesn't make sense. With the other, with, with anybody else, like what is he talking about? Well, I think he was trying to put out feelers about how I might have felt about. But the did other he guy. already know? Did he already know something? Well, he said that. Here's here's another thing. He was like, "Well, I have a, you know, everybody knows." He was like that you all have a thing going on. And I was all like, right. wait, "Wait, there, there is no thing." Okay. He's like, "See, we're trying. I'm telling you, we're not." I'm like, I "There get is it. no thing." I get it. Right. And he's like, come on. So if I, he's second. like, I'm slow. And if I can pick up on it, then everybody else picked up on it. He said, I'm slow. <laughs> he really did. He said, I'm so, slow. So wait a second. First of all, he was too slow. He was. He, he's right. He is slow. He's right <laughs> about that. <laughs> too slow. Oh, God. Second of all. It's not uncommon for something like this to happen, you know, where people get 
scared that you're moving, like, not scared is a bad word, but if you would have stayed single, you, you nobody would have been around. Mm, I got it. Okay. Trust me. Trust me. Nobody wants you. You know? Well, geez, and then... <laughs> Having any guy 
do anything against me, I'm out. So, and I have, I've been practicing this, by the way, from my 20s. From my 20s. So I met a Muslim guy, and he adored me. Don't get me wrong. He was married. You could tell when somebody likes you, right? And we mm-hmm. used to have meetings. We used to have meetings in my office. And whenever the meeting was done, you know when energetically someone likes you, you're the last one to leave. And he was always the last one to leave. And finally, I looked at him, and I was like, Dang. Not because I was going to have an affair with him in my office, but because energetically, I just like you. It has nothing to do with him being married. I'm a respectful person. I was never going to take him down, ever. But I right, was like, right. Hey, thank you. And I was like, really, really honest with me. He said, Tracy, I'm never alone with a woman. I am a married man. And I was like, gotcha. Be gone. And I followed that philosophy all my life. So with that being said, be careful because this is your tester. He's already telling you how much. Well, because Because I had to tell him directly, look, there will never, I I said, "You're, you're a good friend, but that's all, ever. Stop. Well, my point to you is be careful because when you have someone like that, you want to make sure that he can never say anything derogatory, ever. Right. You right. never want him to have the opportunity to put, like, a, 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 a mustard-sized um, impression of your fidelity in anyone's mind. Hmm. That's like God says, if you, thank but you. you know if you have the face of a mustard seed, a size of a mustard seed put in your man's head about whether or not you have the capability of being faithful to him will ruin this relationship. We all, I'm careful. telling you, he knows how I feel. We always laugh and joke about the other guy because he knows. He's like, I, he's like, you know, yes. he has a thing for you, right? And I'm like, ugh, ugh. You know how I feel oh, about that. Oh, no. So he knows. So yeah, he knows. Yeah, he knows. Oh, and he laughs okay. about it. He thinks he's, he's like, oh, this is this is hilarious. <laughs> like, wow. He's confident. Because he's confident. I like that. Mm-hmm. He should laugh about it. Because he's confident. Right. The other guy is confident. Not the, not the sneak, sneaky guy. Right. Adam and Eve. Right, right. Right. Not Adam and Eve guy. New Orleans guy is coming. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, but now New Orleans guy is kind of like, okay. Because I told him conversation that I had with Snakey guy. And uh, oh we're, we're talking. And he's like, well, then we have to be even more discreet now because, you know. And so now oh, I'm supposed to act Daddy. like he doesn't you, exist. You open- Wait. It's very weird. Wait. Who? Right. Um, He's not there until after, until after, until after work. He's there. And he got weird about about the Facebook, the Facebook picture. And so I deleted it. Yeah, I was wondering about that. He got weird about about that. Well, first of all, you mentioned his name. I was like. I did. Oh God! I was I was like, oh God! If you're a girl. Girls do that. Don't I am. Like, I am not a man. I'm not 
person. I am that person. But you know what, though? And the reason why I did it that way was because my Facebook is private and I'm not really in the network I'm supposed to be in. I am Right. So people that see it are my friends. You know, and yes, so, but you know I what? At the same time, the more I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. How would I feel being objectified online by people who don't even know me? So I got it. No. Sweet. No. No, fuck that. If you're a man, put your, put you on blast, you would, you would be proud. But mm. you're not being objectified. No. That's not the real problem. The real problem is the that's the real problem, so. And now it's gotten more to it. That's not. I told but you, you I don't invited know that. I did. You invited it. You told him about what the other guy said. Listen, one guy doesn't need to know what the other guy is saying. Like, stop it. <laughs> stop well, here's the thing. We talk about we talk about everything. Everything. Okay. Okay, that's fair. If you have that openness, which I think everyone should have, so I get it. Exactly. Uh, because it, it wasn't even like on some, it wasn't even like on some like sneaky like, hey, guess what? This other guy likes me too. It was like. To make him jealous or anything. Right. Right. No, no, no. no. It's it. because we've, right. we've all sat in the same room and it was weird and uncomfortable and like we're all in the same circle of friends. You know what I'm saying? So he and I laugh and joke about this, and he's like, he's, well, I almost said his name. Um, he's like, <laughs> sneaky guy, sneaky guy is always in your room, in your classroom all the time after school. And he's like, I, you know, he, you know, he, he kind of has a thing for you. And at the time, I was like, no, no, he doesn't. And then he was like, yeah, he does, he does, and it's hilarious. And then it came out that what he actually said is true. That sneaky guy does have a thing for me. Mm. Well, there you go. You went from zero to. <laughs> but I'm not even like, like I said. The only the only guy I'm interested in now is in New. I'm in, interested in New Orleans guy. I'm right. not interested in Sneaky Dude. I am. Um, so, New Orleans guy is weird. And like I said, he's on some. He's on some. 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 Well, we have to sneak around because I don't want people all in my. You know what I mean? He's that person. I don't, I don't, I don't like to be questioned, and I don't like for people to, I don't like for people to be asking questions and that sort of thing. Okay, so let me just ask you this: When all is said and done, and it's three ten, what's mm-hmm. going on there? Is everything just cool? Yes. Then take it. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said to your life being private. Really, exactly. I know too many people who friends break them up. That's why I'm really, really advising you to watch Adam and Eve guy. I yes. know too many people whose family, you know, just gets in the middle, and you have to build a foundation. And you're in the period of building a foundation here. So just build a foundation and. Let it be what it is. If he really, really, like, really, really cares about you, he's not going to keep the secret that long. Today, don't worry about it. Today and tomorrow and the next day, enjoy this guy. 
don't worry about February, March, April. And don't let Adam and Eve guys put anything in your head. Just every day, right. enjoy New Orleans, guys. Every single day. Right. And I, I am. I know. I know. I know. You know. And I don't want you to overthink it. I don't want you to overthink it. I just want you to know that, you know, you've got a good guy. Are you saying this psychically speaking or are you saying this because you know me so well? Yeah. And I actually pulled the cards on it. Um, no, and <laughs> I <said> did. <laughs> I know, but sometimes I can't help myself. So I am talking because I did look at the card. And, um, you know, my favorite is, you know, my, my least favorite, and you got them in both. I got the moon card and I got the high priestess. If I'm talking about relationships, it's not, those are not my favorite cards. But if I'm talking about the circumstances, that's really cool. The moon card, which is my liar card, crosses the emperor, which could be uh, Adam and Eve guy. So be really, really conscious that he's not going to try and create something to separate you guys. Okay. Okay? Be really, really conscious of that. I don't want you crying to me later. I don't need the, the whole, oh, Tracy, you were right. I don't need to hear that shit. Protect your man. (laughs) (laughs) Protect your man. Protect you. Maybe it's not your man. Maybe it's about you. It's about your reputation, your body, you know, your, um, any insinuation. Protect you. You protect you. I like to say shit. But then next to the work car, which is my knight knight of pentacles, is next to the high priestess, which is this, uh, Covered, covered up, which is what you guys are going through. Mm-hmm. I do get the temperance card, which means it could, this will go on for a while. I'm going to say it like this, two year like this. Okay. You guys will decide when the school year begins and not right away. You guys will decide how much to reveal, but I promise you, you guys will begin the new year under secrecy anyway, and then probably by January, February, it just can't be secret anymore. It just won't be. It can't be. So, with that Mm. being said, but that's not a bad thing. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. It's all, don't don't, mm, me, it's all good in the hood. (laughs) (laughs) It's strategic. And I'm not mad at the strategy. I think your guy is really, really smart. I really do. Um, and in the long haul, this all works out to your advantage. Just be careful of Adam and Eve guys. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So I didn't mean to pull anything on it, but it was too juicy not to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So New Orleans guy is a good guy because, like I said, he works under like I know he's a good guy, but you know the way the circum the way the circumstances the way things happen, it just kind of like 
Mm. And the way he says things about, like, being secret and we need to go incognito and I don't want it to affect us at workplace because the last thing I want to do is be talked about. Then he got weird with the Facebook picture. Then he just, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. So here's what I'm going to advise you from this point on. Okay. Um, talking about it's ironic. The, the irony is how private he wants to be, and this is a public radio show. Isn't that iron? Isn't that ironic? It's ironic. <laughs> so well, I'm going to forbade you. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Forbade. Okay from talking about him on the show. Got it. Oh, okay, that was easy. Because <laughs> my question was about Janet Jackson anyway. <laughs> okay. okay. It's so weird. Cause, okay, okay, give me your question. I, it's amazing that Janet was, is the theme of today. What's your question on Janet? Okay, so she pictured and... She looked a little different. Mm-hmm. Like she like surfaced, you know. She, she hasn't been seen for months, and she like surfaced, and she looked a little different. To me. I mean, besides she does. Like, picking up weight, but there's something else there. Okay. And I was just wondering what, do what, you what, think what was it around is? her. I. What do you um, think it is? It looks like to me either she's. Something about a baby. I don't know. Something about she's either trying to get pregnant or she's something happened where she or she's stressed out. It's one of the two things, or it could be both. But it looks like you know what? A lot of it looks like stress. Mostly stress to me. She's stressed out around something. I don't know if it's her marriage, if it's living over there in isolation with him. I don't know what it is, but something in her face is completely different to me. Okay, let's start off. She misses America. Period. Period. Mm. Let's start off there. Um, first thing I'm gonna check is a pregnancy. No. Nope. Not pregnant. Got she it. misses. Yeah. She misses America. Let's also let's also say that she is in a weird kind of way. I don't know why, but how is it possible? She looks trapped to me. Mm. So she's she's over there, and she just doesn't have the lay of the land. She's probably in this beautiful mansion. She gets whatever she wants and can't go anywhere outside the confines of her big mansion is what I'm getting. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's a, it's a lack of freedom. So I feel like she's fat. Because she's miserable. Mm. Period. I also think that she got a little sick. That's what I'm getting. And that whatever pill she's taking is making her overweight. Wow. Okay. I also think that she is, um, I don't know if she's drinking, drinking or or it maybe could be a number of things. There's a number of um, medicated um, devices that are being used, mm. and it's a combination of, you know, it's a combination of everything. 
So could be drinking too much. And I'm not calling her drunk by no means. I'm just saying it's adding to the weight. Um, something about medication. Something about medication. Um, uh, maybe... Um, It's just one thing if she was married to this guy and living in America. It's a whole nother thing to bear. Uh-huh. And it's just a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother lifestyle. And it, it's kind of like in the beginning she was like, oh, my God, people would be so jealous of me if they knew I have all this money. But in actuality, it's the one thing that is killing her. No, not literally. I'm just saying that's what's making her miserable. Oh, okay. Wow. There used to be this Alfred Hitchcock um, episode that came on. It's one of my favorite episodes where this guy winds up in this all-white room, and he has beautiful women and a butler. And he asked for it. He got it. He wanted 10,000 women. He got it. He wanted specialized food. He got it. And they cut to, at some point, he was just miserable. He's like, the butler goes, what, butler goes, what can I get you, sir? And he goes, I don't want anything. I can have anything mm-hmm. that I want. I don't want anything. And mm-hmm. then the guy goes, who knew heaven was like this? And the guy goes, oh, sir, you're not in heaven. Oh, my God. Right. And that's what's happening that's to her. What I, huh? I said, what's just happening to her? Because on the outside, it looks like she has everything, but inside, she's miserable. She's and that's miserable. what's showing up on her face. That's what's showing up on her face. That's the way. I mean, I maybe we'll find out that she's pregnant. I'm going I'm to check one more time. I'm going to check one more time. You get I, any, I, don't feel I, well, like I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you if you saw any love cards there. Cause it doesn't none, like, none. 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 Zero. Zilch. By the way. He doesn't love her either. Zero. None. Nothing. Dang. I, I, I don't doubt that they loved each other in the beginning. I don't doubt that. You know, she's also very exotic, very beautiful, very sexy. And what happens? I don't think there's love. Okay, hold on. I do have my, I do have my pregnancy card that came up the second time, the three of cups, forcing the nine of swords. Um, hmm. Oh, weird. I get the three of cups, crossing the nine of swords. Three of cups is pregnancy, crossing the nine of swords. Um, but then I get my queen of cups, which means that. You know, okay, maybe I should take it back a little bit. She's definitely being highly medicated, right? Okay. Mm, and it it could it actually could be because she is trying to get pregnant, but it has um a, a a worse effect on her. Like whatever she's doing, whatever whatever she's taking in, in the hopes of getting pregnant, is actually giving her some weight gain as opposed to making her pregnant is what I'm trying to say. Mm, okay. Um, will we ever see her pregnant? 
Um, I'm going to put it this way. October of this year to October of next year, I have to say no. Okay. I have to say no. Um, but the desire, why did she want to get pregnant, though? You know, have you ever heard that she already had a, you're young, but that she already had yes. a child out there? By the, you did hear that. Okay. With James DeBard, yes. Yes, but I never knew yes, if that yes. was the truth because there's so much there's so much rumor no surrounding that, you know. No one ever knew it was the truth. Who knows? But I'm gonna right. leave it open right now, and then once we get closer to she's secretive, and the whole Jackson clan is secretive. All of a sudden, she'll yes, just they walk are. Out with the baby. You know what I mean? All of a sudden, she'll just walk out with the baby. It's gonna be like it's mine. <laughs> like she's that girl. <laughs> She is that girl. <laughs> the whole family's like that. They're weird. They really lucky, are. Lucky us. We got the weird, weird royal family. Ugh. Right. In any case, I better get out of here, Desi. I took okay. you too long. All right, get going. All right. Thank you so much. See you later. Right. See you later, Desi. All right. Okay. Bye. Oh, bye. I mean, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Oh, my God, Tracy, I've been bursting at the seams to ask you this freaking question. It's about okay, Janet, okay, too. Okay, it's about go, Janet. Go for it. It's a Janet thing. It's, go for it. Do you, do you know what blind items are? Yes, I do. Uh-huh. So a blind item was posted this week after she made her appearance, um, and it said yeah. that this this person that we're talking about, she comes from a legacy family. She will always remain A-list, even if we don't see her. She has a fetish Whatever. for being. <laughs> she has a fetish for S and M being dominant in bed, and it said that she recently married someone who can make this possible and also make it legal. And they said that sometimes she goes too far with with sexually, um, torturing is a strong word, but mm-hmm. she goes too far with her servants, and some of them have disappeared, and <gasps> the person she married, his money makes it go away. Ew. In my opinion, wow. what? Yes. But is he a deviant sexual yes. monster? Is, is he like killing is, I don't know. Janet is a sexual deviant, but I can't imagine her torturing people unwillingly. Um, But the person who made this blind item revealed it as her and her husband, and he and his company, they've been involved with firing a woman because she was raped and kicking her out of the country. Um, So now this is going around, and I just wanted to know, if there's a hint of truth to it, because she a is into the S the S and M scene, she is into mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if she would be involved in a I don't know sex slave trade. I don't know. Um, is there a hint of truth? I have to say yes. Now, remember the way we asked, we said, mm-hmm. is it a hint of truth? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay? 
but the answer is yes. Now, I get the Ace of Swords, which tells me there's some weaponry being used. I get the Ten of Pentacles, which is hiding behind his family. It means family, generational family, hiding behind his family, his mansion. I get the King of Cups. I don't know what his sign is, but he—he's like he, he literally acts like a king is what I'm getting as opposed to what his sign is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I get the sacrifice card, which means he sacrificed for her, vice versa. She, she has sacrificed something for him, vice versa. Um, I do get that they love this in the beginning. They loved it. This is so creepy. Because, you know, but, like, uh, oh, my God. When when you said weaponry, I remember this mm-hmm. one time I went I went to the sex shop, and this yes. guy, the people who own the store, they asked me if I wanted to be in one of their videos, and I was like, what kind of wow. video are you talking about? And I saw somebody polishing his case of needles. And I was like, um... <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Uh, I I can't. Even though she's talked about her S and M tendencies, and you see some of it when she was on mm-hmm. her tour dominating those guys, I just can't yeah. physically imagine Janet piercing someone with a long needle and hanging them up by their nipples. I can't imagine it. Um. Well. Maybe that's why the hangman is here, because that describes exactly <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> that's very interesting. I was like, oh, that's why the hangman showed up. So, no. I have to say, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I also think that whatever she's doing sexually, I think because she has the freedom to do it, it has now made her... Like she's questioning herself, and I also think that it's made her, or is making her, a little loopy. And it's funny that you said that she has the freedom, because the thing that the writer emphasized was that now she has the resources, and everybody around her is into the same thing. Um, because cause it always said that she had money, she just didn't have the resources to do it freely. But when I read with Desi the last time, it's funny that you should say that because she felt trapped to me. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't she come back home? So if this is something that she has shared with her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he can hold over her head. That's what I mean. That. He's got her. Yes. So it's funny how like we're kind of getting the answers based upon, you know, two different questions, two different readings. Um, yeah, Janet, and and you and, know, and, and, um, the the mm-hmm. UAE is the is the world head well headquarters. That's a bad word, but the world headquarters for involuntary sex trafficking. Now, what is the UAE? Um, United Arab M M Oh, oh I, can't, I didn't I can't know pronounce. that. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Mhm. Yeah. United oh. Arab United Emirates. Emirates. 
Yeah. Emirates or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not there, know that's that. The, that's, that's the hub of the world for reported sex trafficking crimes, reported ones. I just think that whatever she has done in the past, I think she thoroughly enjoyed it. That's what the Ten of Cups means. Um, I also think his family likes her. I think, but the Emperor card shows up in the number eight position, and in this deck, it's kind of looking off. Like, God, I wish I was back home. I wish I was in Topanga Mall, Target. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. she's missing the normal stuff of her normal lifestyle, normal upbringing. My son card is a resounding yes, and I feel like she's trying to negotiate with her husband on how to. Mm-hmm you know, spend maybe six months here and then go back. And she's trying to figure out a way out. Dang. But does she do, and, but there's a lot of conflict. Does she do some stinky um, sex stuff? The answer is yes, yes, yes. Yes. Without you know, doubt, yes. If, if that ever got out, she would... She and, well, actually, probably not her husband, but she, that's, man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, well, Janet. I mean, I did a reading on Janet, like, a, a year ago with the whole I, I remember that reading crap. Yeah. And I always got the feeling that this was it for Janet. Mm-hmm. I, I just never saw her doing anything very, very specific after this. So, mm-hmm. and I've gotten comments because, you know, some haters, for me, they, you know, when they love a uh, celebrity, they're like, look, look, she married a very rich man. You were wrong, blah, blah, blah. You and know like, what? I never said that, though, but I never said that. You know what? In the hierarchy of fans, mm-hmm. fan bases, I have to say that Jackson family, the entire Jackson family fan base are the craziest yeah. ones. They're the craziest really? ones. Yes. I, I heard Faze. I heard Faze is pretty crazy too. People, people say that. Um, people say that. I don't think it's true. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think all fans and fans on Twitter are on a different level. They're very nasty. Yes. People online. Very nasty. But yes. if you say if you say one negative thing about Michael or Janet, oh my God. Oh my God. Mm. And and I well, it's funny you should say that because I actually if you notice I never I never do Michael Jackson ever. <laughs> I don't have time. He's dead, first of all. And uh-huh. second of all, we're, I'm not going to go there with you over a dead guy. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Um, I'm not the one. If Janet, if, if Janet gets caught, good luck to her because um, the UN and WHO are trying to crack down on that because there have been a lot of Filipino servants who have gone to Dubai, who have been abused and raped, who have come out. So good luck if she gets yeah, caught, because that's disgusting. Yeah. Well, for people who are know. willing, it is. Well, she, there's a lot of money for for all of this not to come out, first of all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Janet is stuck. Janet is stuck over there, and she's after, you know, after 
several weeks. They they got her. They got her. But she's not going to be able to leave this relationship. You know what? That's probably for her and his own good, because I could imagine her coming back to the U.S. and then all mm-hmm. the secrecy that they built together just falls apart. Yeah, but how ugly will that look? Come on in. How ugly will that look for Janet if that's the case? Hi, honey. Okay. Um, Desi, I gotta go. Desi? Not Desi. Lavender. I'm so sorry, honey. I was looking at a message from Desi. I was talking to you. There was a message from Desi, and I'm like, Desi, I got Lavender, I gotta go. You're thinking about other people while we're talking, Jersey? I know. Oh, I'm God. a cheater. I know. <laughs> Behind me, honey. All right, I'm, I'm so sorry. Away. I'm a cheap psychic. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going, Lavender. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, to everyone else, thank you for tuning in. I'm so glad you gave me the opportunity. Um, please call me for your own personal reading. Eight one eight nine eight five two zero one zero. Join me on um, Facebook, Psychic Tracy Brown, and Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic. Thanks, guys. Bye.